Hey everyone, welcome to Pivot Podcast, the podcast for women who've made intentional or unexpected changes in their life and they're still winning. I'm your host, Malika Turner, and with me today is Candace Johnson. She's the owner of Purposefully Soaring Counseling Services, LLC. She's a licensed professional counselor, and her practice is located in the Harrisburg area, recently opened a virtual location in Pittsburgh and New Jersey area. So I'm just so excited that she's here with us today to share with us her pivot experience. And you're going to catch her as she jumps right in as she's talking about her college experience and just right at the time where she really realized that there was a need for a therapist that looked like her um, that, and that how she can expand that uh, with her own practice. So stay tuned. I went to Shippensburg for graduate school. I went to IUP for undergrad, but Shippensburg for graduate school. And I was trained by an amazing therapist um, that were and that were white and they were great, but there was a part of me that was yearning and, and wanting to see people that look like me that um, would be able to give their experience. Um, so when I graduated and I went out in the world and had some time to work in the community, um, there was a part of me that was a, a seed that was planted that there's a need for this, there's a need for spaces for um, people of color to learn and to grow. Um, and I didn't have, I didn't see many of those spaces. So I worked to create them. And I'm very passionate about leaving space and leaving room for only clinicians of color at the practice right now, just so that at this practice, the Harrisburg location, just so that um, there are therapists that we have therapists that are licensed, but I also have um, therapists that I'm supervising towards licensure so that we are learning from each other. Um, we are supporting the people in our community um, and we are, um, we are working to bring forth, you know, healthy therapists that are um, that are that will go out in the community and continue to serve our communities. I love that, and and I and I am sure that that has had an impact on your clients. Um, yes, because you know, a lot of times we go to. I know I have enjoyed thoroughly enjoyed my experience with therapist um, with Thank a. You on multiple levels of my life mm -hmm. and needed it. So I embrace it and I promote it. I believe that mm -hmm. it's important. And I believe that, you know, we, I think sometimes as black women, we're taught to handle it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Right. And yeah. so to actually go and pay somebody else to help you is like, wait a minute, that's not how grandma handled it. And she uh -huh. got through and it's, <laughs> yeah, but y'all didn't tell me how she was when she was younger, you know what exactly. I mean? How she made it over. Yeah. 80 now she settled okay mm -hmm. but i think that that is so important but i un but but i do understand the importance of especially as a black woman and and as a black man to be able to go into an environment where you're getting the kind of counseling and and, and a listening ear that's going to provide you with the kind of tips and strategies and like i said just a presence a, a mm -hmm. presence um that you're in a safe place and that yes. looks like you. Uh -huh. So thank you for offering that and thank you for being intentional about that. Yes, thank you. Thank you for saying that. I think that it was a it was a journey 
getting there to do that, there was a part of me that was felt like there was wrong somehow. Like there's so many messages of inclusion of we all need to like accept for everyone. And I think we, we see all different races within the practice, but you know, it took a lot for me to be say that this is, this is my desire and this is what I want and to, to hold a space for that. So I appreciate you saying that because it really has been a journey of getting to that and just sticking with that and I'm working to create that. Yeah, that's important. So uh, my hope is that purposefully um, soaring counseling is all over the country. Yes, (laughs) I'm here for it. I receive it. (laughs) Technology at this point in time, one thing we have learned is that we can still move forward, Mm -hmm. you know, provide, get our brand, our our work um, and our impact can reach far and wide because So I hope that for your business. For yes, sure. yes. So let's switch gears here a little bit. I think, as you know, for the most part, when, when you know, our Pivot family tune in, um, I really find it important to share the, the story of our experiences, our pivoting. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we've made that move that has changed everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love for you to share with the Pivot family about your experience. You haven't always been in business. Mm-hmm. Um, you've, I know that you've worked for others. And so yes. talk a little bit about this, this Pivot for you. I'll stop right there. <laughs> I have another yes. <laughs> So, like, like everyone, I'm sure here, even listening, I mean, this, it's been a journey. It's been a journey to me getting here, even in standing in my full self to be able to talk about it. I can remember um, seeing you, Malika, you know, on on an interview for IUP talking about your journey before you even started this. And I remember just feeling like, I'm getting emotional talking about it. I remember feeling like, wow, how much courage it was to talk about, you know, being out of school and coming back to school and failing out. And, you know, it was like, there was there was work that I was still working on, even watching and hearing you do that, that that was like encouraging me to like continue to find my voice. So when you asked me to do this, it was like, wow, this is this is an opportunity to kind of stand in this truth and to, to talk about it. So um, my journey um, has been a long journey. I mean, a journey of starting, you know, a lot of counselors start in wanting to kind of heal themselves before they working working with others. And I was blessed to go to um, I was blessed to go to college. I think college was amazing for me. It took me out of my environment and really put me, showed me another life and around people that were safe, Victory, um, Briscoe's. I mean, there were pivotal moments that I can remember just being around people pouring into me and just she teaching me and showing me who I was, who God made me to be and who I was on a um, on a level that I think I, I didn't know. There was a lot of mixed messages. I knew I belonged at college, but then there was a lot of fears and there was a lot of unworthiness that came up that I would self-sabotage many of the things that I was working towards. Um, so it was, I feel like I'm paraphrasing so much, but there was so many levels um, that happened um, starting back at IUP and, um, and then also, um, having my son. So I had my son and that was a pivotal moment because he, I mean, kids, I mean, anybody has kids, you know, they, they change your life. And when, and you want to be the best you can, I wanted to be the best I can be. So it was, it was so many challenges to figure out what is all this negativity in this, these lies that I have learned to tell myself about myself that self-sabotage many of the behaviors, um, that, that I, that I'm displaying at times. So, having him was a pivotal time. And then 
graduating and you know moving forward with that and going to graduate school was a, a leap of faith a leap of faith i was i was nervous and scared but committed to give my son the best life i could give him and i mean i get emotional just talking about it because uh, there was so much courage that I didn't even know that I was walking in in that moment, but moving away from IEP, just me and him and going to graduate school. But that's when it really started. The work really started because my graduate program was all about doing your work. And we, we, we talked about many of the traumatic things that, um, that, that, that we went through, that I went through. And I found myself, um, I found myself in graduate school in a really, really hard place. I was the stress of trying to care for my son and do well. I found myself self-tabotaging again. Many of the things that I had worked through in undergrad, I got to graduate school and I um, was struggling with some of the many um, behaviors that weren't, you know, that weren't working for me, but I was still using them. So I ended up, I found myself, I played, I plagiarized on um, one of my assignments and my professor um, was, like really disappointed me because everybody was supporting me. I was a single mom and they were encouraging me, but I was overwhelmed and didn't use healthy resources and skills to be able to work through that. So I remember him pulling me in the office and I was made to sit down. I was made to leave for the, for a whole semester. And I was devastated, in a whole year, I was devastated. I thought it was over. Like I thought my life was, was so, I mean, when you know how college, when you're in the rut of getting everything done and then you're forced to sit still and like be reflective of like, what are you doing? Like, what do you really want? So I can remember just the day after like not going back to school and moving all the way up there and, and just really, just really wanting to sit with like, what is this? Why? There's obviously you deserve to be here, but there was a part of me that telling me that, that I wasn't. So then I ended up getting my own counselor, which was the best thing. I mean, now in hindsight, looking back, being sat down was like, the, it was the hardest thing, but it was the best thing that happened for me because I had my own counselor to really work through what were these behaviors, what were the things that were making me, you know, self-sabotage my own, my own success. Right. Um, so once doing that and then reapplying and having to go before the board and advocate for myself and, you know, take ownership for my behavior and, you know, and then leave through and to go through the graduate. It just, I feel like I, I paraphrase so much of that story, but it was, it was such a journey to be able to get to, to right here where I am. Um, so I don't know if, if I, I think I, I know I answered it, but I gave you a, a lot. Um, so you tell me, bro. <laughs> oh, but the, 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 this, this is what, you know, real, t as, as the young people say, real talk, right? I think mm -hmm. it's I mean, this is what the conversation is about. It's yeah. really about the, what was that moment in your life mm -hmm. um, that really turned things for you, right? Yeah. This was that moment. And, and when you think about it, now I know that your son plays basketball, my son plays basketball. We, mm -hmm. we, if I know you well enough, I know you well enough to know that mm -hmm. you do your best to try to learn the sport so you can have the conversations when you're spending time with your 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 son and I do too I'm just like okay I'm gonna learn okay so catch <laughs> me off guard uh -huh. and so we recognize that when there's a pivot taking place it, it could be a small move mm, yeah it, it and sometimes it's a decision it's the decision that we make you said the word a couple of times you said self-sabotage um yes. And just having to take ownership. And sometimes 
our pivot move, our pivot experience entails a, a, a change in thought, yes. a uh, a decision that impacts, and then we, we like you said, sitting down for you was the right thing at yes. the time. You probably took a full academic year uh-huh. and learned so much about yes. yourself. Yeah. And you know I don't, I'm not a counselor um, by any means. I've not studied, but I would imagine that when you're working on re- uprooting some things out, you've uh-huh. got to pull things in to replace, right? Those, yes. you know. And, and feed yourself different thoughts about who you are and feed, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uproot some of that stuff that was in there that would have impacted that decision. And then now you're able to change and kind of make a move that's going to help impact others. So see, had you said, um, had you made the decision and said, I'm going to fight this, this is not true. Or, you know, it's hard to do that. Yeah. With, yeah. Would have gone a different route then would you would you have um would you be the owner of a facility that's helping others um in jersey and in pittsburgh and in harrisburg would you be forward thinking and looking towards and pushing yourself would you have this testimony and this story to share with others um and but you know what it's like to get up Yes. And I, and that was a really, cause at part, at one point it was like, no, these, these professors are mean to me. They don't understand what I'm going through. I mean, we, we go through that place when we're like trying to not fully take the ownership and sit in it. And I can remember just feeling like, Oh, I'm the victim of this. This is horrible. Like I did all those good classes and now you're going to focus on this one little thing. I mean, we come up with things if we're not fully ready to stand in that. And I think, like you said, that year was like, okay, you're here for a reason. Like this is trying to teach you something. Either you're going to learn the lesson or you're going to keep repeating it. And actually, my professor wrote that in the email. You know, he was like, this is an opportunity of growth or you can stay right where you are and, you know, continue to repeat these same cycles. So it was it was at the most vulnerable times where it was like, "Okay, God, what are you what is this trying to teach me? And I was committed to learning, especially for that little boy that my son of mine was like, I got to figure this out. I got to figure this out. So, yes. Right. It's so important, you know, when I think about, uh, you know, and I'm always going to focus now, I feel like there's a, there's a passion inside of me to focus on being a, not just a woman, but a black woman. Yes. uh, The role of raising young black men is so uh, important. Now I don't have a daughter, so that's my context. My, um, where, where I stand is always raising a son because I I have two. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that as a parent, period, so that's anybody who's listening, but, but especially as a mom raising black men, mm-hmm. it's so important to show up and show up with your best self. Yes. That God does us a, he does us a favor, right? He provides us with mercy, but not only that, he gives us an opportunity to show up as our best self, even when we don't know we're not. Mm, yeah. So sometimes I think I'm like all that in a bag, mom. And mm-hmm. then my son reminds me of something I might have said or might, I might do something too fast or I might think that my decision is the decision. Um, and it's like, wait a second, that might be good for you, but that's not good for me. So I think that what I love about your story is that you've got an opportunity to, to, to show up again as your best self, yes, right? Yes, yes. God gives us these opportunities to re, kind of like a redo. Mm-hmm. 
it's such an example of that. And, and, and now being able to share that same kind of offer that same kind of grace to your client. Yes, yes. And I think that's where those pivotal moments, if we are allowing ourselves to, to lean into them and allow them to shape us like it's working to do, we mm-hmm. then are able to have that, you know, that victory moment, that moment in the end where we can, you know, see the, the fruit of the labor, the fruit of, you know, the, the, the challenge that you had to go through to get there. And yeah. Yeah. That's great. So tell us a little bit about where you see purposefully soaring counseling. And I love how you, uh, I was going to, let me go back for a second. I was going to say the word purpose sounds like it is, um, that was also intentional. There's something strategic about saying when someone says, where do you go? It's like um, purposefully soaring. Um, yes. there, because I, of course we know there's life in what we say. So uh-huh. So talk about the, um, this, the intentionality about that as well. Yeah. The title. title. Yeah. So for me, I mean, that word purpose has always been, um, something that I have been, um, just striving for. So when I, when I looked to, when I was going to, to build a business and create this space, I, I have to give credit to, uh, my friend Marcellus and Denise, like they were, you know, very pivotal in like supporting me and helping me to kind of get clear about what it was, what is my vision, what, you know, what do I believe in, um, and purpose was one of the words that stood out. And you know, and once I continued to explore that, it was like I that that has been a big part of my journey, really finding what what matters to me. I can remember growing up and my mom would tell you, I always was just looking at, we would drive and I'm like, I want to be a truck driver. I want to be, I've been trying to search to figure out what is my purpose? What is the reason I'm here and how, what am I meant to do with this time that I'm here on this earth? So I've always been a searcher. I've always been a, a seeker. So when we came to purpose, um, for me, I just like purposefully. And at one point it was kind of, it's like kind of tongue twister. And I noticed when people read it, it kind of challenges them a little bit, but I, I kind of like that about it. It makes you think, it makes you slow down and really look at the phonetics of it and how it is. And it's like, how am I going to say this? Um, so it just, for me, it just, I love the word purpose. And I think we're all trying to figure out what is our purpose. And, and I am grateful to be able to walk alongside of you while you're figuring that out and learning how to soar. The logo is a big part of that as well too. I don't know if you can really see it here, but it starts with, I love the journey of a butterfly. I, I have a, a, a tattoo, I'm, I'm not a big tattoo person, but I do have one and that has always been something for me. I love the freeness and the journey of a butterfly. And to take that in that metaphor and use that, um, it starts off as like a little person and then that person is, is, is soaring and learning and growing into full bloom. And I, I believe in counseling. We, we get people at different seasons of their life. You know, they may be, I may be planting seeds. I always say I may be planting seeds. I may be toiling the ground for them to go, for someone else to come along and plant those seeds. So I, I don't always get them to see, see the process of soaring and they're, you know, them fully walking in everything they've been working towards and their purpose for themselves. But I've learned to appreciate the value because of the investments that have been made in me of just being those tools along the way to, um, helping that person find their purpose to soar. So, yeah. Love that. Yeah. Well, you know, kind of, I do want to ask you this question. And as we're kind of, this, this time goes, goes by very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I want you, if you could, could you share with me two tips? What are two tips, um, pieces of advice mm-hmm. 
you would share with our listeners who are really at the point where they know similar to you, they know that it's time for a pivot. It's there. They're right there. And they haven't, they've not made the move yet, but there's something tugging, like Mm -hmm. trying to figure out purpose. Give us some advice. What, What would you share with our listeners today about making that turn, actually doing it? Let's go from thinking it to actually doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would, I would encourage you to first, I mean, kind of sit down and get clear about what is, what's most important to you. A lot of times we, you know, we don't make that change because we don't, we haven't really, um, come to the awareness, the full awareness. Like you said, they're at the turn, but the full awareness that this is really a concern. This is causing me distress and this is affecting so many parts of my life. And, you know, sometimes we, it takes us a journey to, to figure that out. Um, so I would encourage you first to kind of get clear about what is, what is really, you know, what's ailing you, what's happening and, you know, and being clear by doing that, by whether that's talking before even talking to a counselor, whether that's talking to someone you care about or someone that is close to you or writing down on your own, taking some time of journaling. I think, I know you talk about this before too, but being able to write it down and, you know, take it out from the thoughts in your head and put it on paper can really begin to give a different perspective and give you a different level of insight. So taking some time to really just pay attention to yourself, aware Awareness, I believe, is the richest part of, of learning about ourselves. And if you can build that awareness of really what's happening to you, you then can take that next step to figure out what you're going to do. But so much, like so much, so many times, we, we don't even really know that, you know, the behaviors we're doing are self-sabotaging. We don't really, we don't make that connection that this is what I'm doing to myself because of this. So trying to take some time to talk about it, to, you know, write about it, to, you know, some people are expressive people, you know, dance about it, sing about it, you know, just taking time to get clear, to tap into creative, whatever creative that is for you, to be able to let that out and build that awareness of what is happening for me and what am I not liking and what do I need, you know, what I need to happen. Um, and then finding finding some spaces to kind of help you to talk about it, whether that is in your college dorm or whether you have small groups somewhere to be able to to start venting about it. I think the more you get it out, the more you can then um, um, finding spaces and people that are willing to be able to help and support you and aid you in in, in moving through those things. Well, I, I appreciate you so much. I appreciate what you're doing out there in in your field. I think it's so important. We've talked to, to women from different fields. Mm-hmm. And um, when you're talking about counseling, I know working in higher education um, and you having also mm-hmm. there are so many students today who um, they look really excited and they have like a picture on move-in day. Mm-hmm. You tear down and then you the honey the honeymoon phase is, runs out uh-huh. and then you realize whoa are you the same person that came here with, <laughs> like you know a million things and a big screen tv and your parents were driving a benz and yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter um when you when you need help yeah. or when you've lacked that it comes out and it's okay it uh-huh. is okay to get the kind of counseling that you need that's gonna give you the breakthrough so you can move forward. And so I, again, wanna say thank you for the work that you're doing in your field. 
Um, thank you for making such a wide impact on the lives of your clients and those who are even coming your way. How can folks connect with Purposefully Counts, Purposefully Soaring? Mm -hmm. um, yes. How can they connect with you? Great question. Yes. So we are located, we have a website at PurposefullySoaring.com. We have, um, you can find all of our information on there. Um, we have, um, we are on Facebook, we are on Instagram and um, all of our contact. We're on Google as well too. So you can Google Purposefully Soaring Counseling. You can also Google my name and that will show up as well too. And you can give us an email, you can um, call us. And we also have um, um, texting options too, if, if that feels better for you too. And are you taking clients? We are. We are currently taking clients. Yes. Awesome. Y'all hear it, family? Yes. That's <laughs> our Pittsburgh location as well as um, our Harrisburg location. We're not currently seeing clients in the office because of the virus. We're just working virtually, um, but we are, we are accepting new clients. Okay. And let me ask you another quick question because someone else, someone may be thinking this. Uh, do you talk with families? Do you talk with children? Uh, is, there, is there a, a limit? On yeah. So we, we do have a therapist that works with teens. We don't work with the, the little ones, but starting at age around 11. So 11 to, you know, we work with um, old, elder adults as well too. So, awesome. yeah. So we work with all ages and um, we do work with families. Um, we, we do group counseling. We haven't started any virtually, but normally we do, a, we have a women of color support group. We have um, a teen girl support group that we run as well too. So we're working on, um, we're working on hiring. We have a, a male, we have a Hispanic male. We also have a male of color that we're working on onboarding. So we're working on um, doing a male, teen male support group as well. So we have some things that, that are coming up here that we're, we're working on, but. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for having this space and this platform. You know, I'm all about spaces to be able to just process and talk and continue to learn and get to know yourself. And I'm still doing that, even as a therapist. We all have to continue to do our work. So thank you for inviting me and allowing me to be able to, you know, reflect and process that. I get a lot from that, too. So thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. And I have to say, I'm very proud of you. Um, thank you. <laughs> Very proud Thank of you. You. all your support along the way too. watching Reese for me and all, all the things you've done, you know, to, to push me along and just visibly like being a vessel and open and transparent and vulnerable. Like that means so much. It takes so much courage, but it, it gives so much to those that are coming behind me. So thank you so much for modeling that. Oh, you're welcome. I appreciate you. And I am um, just trying to make sure I got everything out. I want <laughs> I want to thank all of you for listening, all of you for tuning in to the Pivot Podcast today. I believe that what was shared today is going to help you where you are. And, and listen, don't, whatever you've heard about counseling, erase the thought, start mm -hmm. And if you are wrestling with something and haven't been able to talk with someone, wrestling with something and it's impacting your health, wrestling with something and it's impacting how you're treating other people, then it is time for you to get the counseling that you need in order to grow, right? So please reach out to Purposefully Soaring Counseling Services, LLC, uh, Harrisburg, Jersey, and Pitts Pittsburgh, and probably beyond. I mean, if it's- Yeah, Pennsylvania, we can do virtually, yeah. Right? So I appreciate you for listening. Um, if you have any uh, questions for Candace, please hit her up now. Okay. Yes. <laughs>
She's got what you need. So thank you so much, everyone. And tune in next week for the Pivot Podcast. Have a great day.